Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Tip of the Mitt Fishing Report with Brian Kuzminski of True North Trout. How you doing, Brian? I am excellent, Mr. Cash. How are you? Well, you know, I, I shared my technology woes, but I have them fixed. So the good news is they're fixed. The bad news is I lost today, but it's all good. Welcome to 2021. Seems like we're playing catch up and just trying to get ahead all at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we were talking before we started recording and we're kind of in that kind of summer doldrums pattern for fishing where even though, you know, you and I were talking that we haven't had the prolonged heat we would expect, but we're kind of in the same place we would normally be kind of on the hatch world where there's not a whole lot going on and the fishing could be a little tough. There's not a whole lot going on. You know, it's it's a it's a mixed bag between the trichos and the BWOs, depending on what time of the river and what section of river you get on. Uh, it seems to me, depending on water levels and water temperatures, because we're not as hot as August would be, but I like to be doing the smaller, thin blue line, skinny water, wet wading and throwing around, you know, a parachute madam or a stimulator, rubber leg, something that's going to get the fish to crawl out of the undercut banks. But, you know, it's kind of, we're really waiting for fall. We want to get this August over and move into the fall season. Got it. And so, you know, if, if you're sitting there and you have a burning desire to go fishing, what are your suggestions? I would find a map and find a couple of streams that don't, to avoid the crowds, to avoid the canoes and the kayaks, don't do a day trip, go in the evening. I'm mousing as much as possible. I'm not going out until nine o'clock at night. I've got a fresh pot of coffee right now, but I'm not heading out until later. We got a thunderstorm rolling through right now. Rivers are going to pump up a little bit. That'll give us a new fresh push of new water, which is awesome. Um, But avoid the daytime crowds, go find some small skinny water, find something with rubber legs, bounce it off the banks, get close if nothing seems to be working, put on a trailer, do a small pheasant tail or a hare's ear, you know, size 14, size 16, trail it behind that parachute Madam X or a stimulator and, and see if something takes it. Yeah, there you go. And of course, I guess, you know, some more uh, Michigan news is you had a state record recently, right? Yeah. Young gentleman uh, in Ludington was fishing with Captain Sullivan. He got a 47.86 pound Chinook salmon. It was uh, it was, let's put it this way. It was almost 50 pounds and it was almost 50 inches. That's a pretty good indication of a re- rebound on our Lake Michigan watershed. The DNR has been stocking less, but with less numbers of fish, the forage fish can catch up and we're seeing larger numbers of fish, just not larger, larger fish in general. So I'll be interested to see if we don't break that record again, because that record was held Oh, I think the last time somebody did that was back in 1978. A gentleman out of Grand Rapids had a 46-pound salmon. So that's, you know, that's 40 years ago. That's that's a pretty good record. Yeah, you'll be trolling with spoons for a long time to beat that one, right? Who knows? Maybe you look back in the record books and the Great Lakes weren't. When, when they first started stocking in the 60s, 66, 67, they were catching large fish all the time because it was a it was a virgin sanctuary uh, ecosystem and the fish were just gorging. So maybe we see a rebound and we get some large fish. I don't think we're going to see the 80, 90-pound class fish you catch up in Alaska, but we might see something close to 60. The, the captain on that boat reported seeing two or three other fish that were that size or bigger that either got on or broke his line. So I think there's other fish out there. 
Wow. Well, there you go. And, you know, folks, I want to give a shout out to our friends at Norvice for generously sponsoring uh, the fishing report and, you know, you owe it to yourself to head on over. I know they're on a little bit of a hiatus for about a month on their live streaming events, but if you want to learn about their products and get ready for tying season, head over to www.nor-vice.com. And, you know, Brian, we were talking that with the fishing slowing down you and you're going to probably might get rained out tonight. You might be tying some stuff on your Norvice. I might be. And I've been playing around with some uh, tanks and intruder style space steelhead flies. It's amazing what you can spin up and throw in a little bit of dubbing, make your own dubbing brush and a little bit of sparkle. It's, I think this is one of the, the key tools for a Great Lake salmon steelhead fishing. It's super fun and super exciting to do your own dubbing. Yeah, very neat. And how does that work? You just wrap it around the pedestal on the other side, the standing base, and spin it and give it a couple spins and dab it with a little bit of whatever flash you want to throw in, and you can make you can make anything you want to instead of buying it all. Yeah, very neat. And so that's actually making a brush. It's it's a pseudo brush. You know, I'm not using wire. I'm just doing it on my GSB. So it's it's going to be strong enough to hold for a few fish. But I didn't want to put wire on there because then it would start pulling the bases apart. Got it. Yeah, because I saw something on their website about a um, about a dubbing brush tool now, right? Yes, that looks awesome. I think they also have a uh, tool in bead caddy, which looks pretty cool. Yeah, very slick. So again, folks, you owe it to yourself to head on over there to www.nor-vice.com and check that out. And we didn't have a question for Brian this time, but we love questions. And um, you can email them to us. You can shoot them to us on our Facebook or Instagram page. And if we use your question... I'll send you some articulate fly swag and we went into a drawing for something cool from cause at the end of the season. And, you know, before I let you hop, Brian, is there anything else you want to share with our listeners? Uh, prayers to Northern California, uh, Greenville, the Dixie fires, everybody out there pay attention to climate change. We need to, as the frontline warriors in the fishing industry, we need to start reducing our carbon footprint. If you don't think climate change is real, something's happening in this world and we are definitely an impact on that. Uh, do the best that you can. No single-use plastic. Uh, join the cause. Look into it. There's a couple different companies out there to help you reduce your carbon footprint. I think Emerger Strategies is one of the big ones. That's Climate Alliance. Uh, there's a whole bunch of different people out there. Everybody should check into that. Yeah, absolutely. And I would say, too, you know, kind of win, lose, or draw. We all benefit from living a little bit more deliberately, right? completely agree with that yeah so we'll hopefully fo- we'll see each other at iftd I, I hope so too and you know <laughs> and you know folks um even though the fishing may look be a little bit slow um you know a bad day on the water is better than a good day at the office so you owe it to yourself to get out there and catch a few tight lines everybody tight lines brian good talking to you have a good one see ya. you too